I shall soldier on. Uh, so I was, I was driving in this morning and I saw all the, I guess you all come from, you all come from that way, right? And then I guess Brad and I are the only ones that come from this way down Elm Street, I guess, probably. So anyhow, I was driving, coming in this way and I saw all the uh, American flags, even the ones that are sitted, sitted, Ooh. <laughs> all the ones that are out here, we're just gonna skip that verb, all the ones that are currently standing out here in front of the building. And I couldn't figure out why, because Memorial Day was what, three weeks ago or so, and July 4th is like three weeks away. So we're kind of in between national holidays for flags to be up, or at least that was my thought. I don't know, I think they're great, wonderful, yay. Is it? Well, hot dog, flag day. So there you go. I realized D-Day was last Saturday because I couldn't figure out why all the World War II things were on Discovery Channel, which I loved and I watched them. I was like, what in the world? Like, oh, I didn't realize it was June the 6th. Anyhow, so I saw the flags. I was like, well, that's fun. I didn't put together the Flag Day deal. So I was thinking, I was like, okay. Then I started going through the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, the United States of America, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's what we did in probably elementary school, maybe a part of middle school for all of my upbringing. And so this, this thought, and I will actually go to scripture on this one and open it, and then we will pray and go, oh, don't fall pray and move through the rest of service this morning. But as I saw all of the flags, it made me um, think of this word called unity. <laughs> and, uh, and that was the first word that actually sort of came up when I saw them. I didn't know about the flag day deal until you just told me 30 seconds ago, but this word of unity came to my mind as, we, as I was driving up and I saw all of the saw all of the flags and you know the stars and the stripes and that true one nation under god indivisible indivisible you know un unable to tear apart unable to separate unable to um divide indivisible although you can't really use a word to define a word but for purposes of this we'll use it but that idea of we are you in unity maybe not uniformity and that's okay um, you can you can still be in unity without being homogenous, right. and you are and you are and you are. We are all the same. You can have unity without being in uniformity, because um, then you have you know different thoughts, ideas. You know, on the right side of in righteousness, obviously, but you know, there's beauty in in that. I'll put it that way. Um, and so as I was thinking of unity, this passage of scripture, and it's Psalm 133, came to my heart this morning as I saw all the flags. And I was looking at different translations. I have the modern English version. Mr. Brad, do you happen to have, it's been a while since I've asked you about different versions. Whoa, come back here. Um, Do you happen to have the new living? If not, I have it on my phone. NLT, if not, I have it on my phone. Okay, 
then I will read it in, you can put NIV up there, totally fine. And it's the whole chapter, it's all of three verses. So it'll take 45 seconds to read through it. But this passage of scripture went through, so Psalm 1, 133. Sorry, I gave directions before I gave location. Psalm 133. Yeah, there you go. And it's very familiar and it sounds uh, random, but I would say given what we are seeing on June the 14th, um, it is applicable into what, um, what, I, what I would like to see. <laughs> I think the general world would like to see how we go about that. It's probably gonna be different uh, how we achieve unity, but um, this is how we as the body of Christ uh, go for unity. This is how we as part of the kingdom go for unity and what its purpose is. So Psalm 133, first one, it says, behold, look, see, <laughs> take it in, have view of how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together. How? In unity. How good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It is like, verse 2, it is like precious oil upon the head that runs down on the beard, even Aaron's beard. Aaron was the first high priest, yes, or Brad's beard, whichever, which is trimmed very nicely. Yeah, a little less Unabomber. Um, <laughs> that's less... Yes, yes, yes. We, I, I was feeling we had more threats in our, in our environment than, than just what we already had. So it is like precious, verse two, it is like precious oil. It, defining it, unity. Unity is like precious oil upon the head that runs down on the beard, even Aaron's beard, and going down to the collar of his garments. So it goes from the head and it doesn't just stop at the head, it flows down to the rest of him, his collar, his garments, all the way down head to toe. As do, so again, another analogy, unity as the dew of Hermon that descends upon the mountains of Zion for there, that location, that place of what? Uh-huh, that place of unity for there, for it's colorful. For there, for in that place of unity, the Lord has commanded the blessing, even life forever. In the New Living Translation, it says, how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony, verse three, harmony is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. Harmony is as refreshing. Pastor gave the story this morning about the six burnt toasts and he defined it or they defined it as intense time of fellowship. How refreshing is argument. How refreshing is conflict? How refreshing is, okay, some of us love to be combative. How refreshing is 
is, is conflict among friends, among coworkers, among spouses? Do you find restoration? Do you find energy? Do you find joy and satisfaction in being out of unity and being out of step with the people that you are walking life with? No, you're not. You're, you're not at all. There's something that's amiss. You're, you know in your head, this should not, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right. We need to be doing, we need to be experiencing something different. We might not know how to get there, but we know where we currently are is not, is not where we want to be, right? right. Yeah, we'll step away slowly. Don't jar anything. Don't shake anything. Don't breathe in its direction. Don't even, don't even, don't even look at it. It might be super sensitive. But it says harmony. The New Living Translation said harmony is as refreshing. And if ever, I won't say, because I, I hate hyperbolic statements, but we could use a refreshing. We could use some time of restoration. <laughs> we could use some time of... <sighs> But that comes from walking together in unity. And it starts, frankly, it starts in the body of Christ. Because if the body can't get it together, I don't know how you feel like the world to, to get it together. Do what? Enlighten. Yes, yes. Uh, no, but that, I like it. Yes, unity, oneness. Paul said also that we are one body of many parts, but there is no part that is unimportant. There's no part that is more significant than the other. We are all in need of walking and being unified together. But there is refreshing. But when you think about the anointing oil also, the burden removing, we call it yoke destroying power of God, the anointing. How else we talked about this when the, when the first um, I won't say the first one, but when the incident happened and I started asking the Lord and he said, it's because people need to be set free. We are, the, people need to be delivered and they're looking and they're searching and they don't know where to find freedom. They don't know where to find liberty and we can sit and we can point fingers and we can say whatever we need to say, but there are people who are walking around who are in bondage. And unless we do our part as the body, they will continue to walk in darkness and continue to be in bondage. This is for the people. And so for us, we need to activate and employ the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. And there's a way to do it. Walking in unity, walking together, walking step by step. Again, uniform or unity, not necessarily uniformity. But the refreshing part of it, that's what I want to focus on, the unity. So this morning, as we pray this morning, because it says there is the commanded blessing of the Lord. There is that place of unity is where the blessing of the Lord is its most potent, is its most active. It, well, I won't say it's most because um, there are other places, but has the opportunity to be active, has the opportunity to be potent, has the opportunity to be a symbol of who Christ is and what he has and what he has done for us in that place of unity. Jesus even prayed it. Father, for John chapter 17, 
Father, may they be one, <laughs> even as you and I are one. To become one, that unity in every that covenant, two are becoming one. Jesus and the Father are all about unity in his body, unity in his saints, unity in his disciples, however you want to categorize this, unity. And so I just want to pray this morning on Flag Day, which I think is appropriate. Flag Day, we're remembering who we are as, as one nation under God, indivisible, indivisible. There, we cannot be divided. You can sure try. You can choose to live in a life of division. You can choose that. You can absolutely choose that. I want to be a person of conflict. I want to be a person who refuses to walk in. You can choose that. I wouldn't advise it. Uh, it's a very hard life to live, but you can choose it. I know people who have, and say good luck with all that. Uh, um, and so on Flag Day, as we are, are honoring the flag, which is the symbol of us as a nation, symbol of us as a people, symbol of us established under the truths and the tenets of the Bible and covenant with God. Um, I didn't realize how appropriate it was, but we will pray this morning that we are not just uh, outwardly, you know, our acts of solidarity, but we are truly a one nation under God. There is a, uh, one of my colleagues, she works at a different company, but one of my colleagues asked me about how I was doing with all this stuff going on. And I said, we, the only fix to this is Jesus. Like, period, end of story. And I, I was, I read, I said a lot more in that email, but there were parts of me that was like, do I really need to say that? Do I, Lord? Yes. The only fix to this, the only way to get our nation as one nation under God in unity is Jesus. He's the only one that can do it. The only one. So if you want to pray, great. This is where, <laughs> this is where I am praying is that the unity that comes from Christ himself is what floods our nation, floods our people, floods our life, is active, is Jesus. So do what you need to do, but you know where I stand on this matter. It really is Jesus, period, end of story. Um, so, Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for, um, for your kindness, or thank you for your love for, for this world, Father. It, is, it hasn't changed. It hasn't wavered. It hasn't shaken. It hasn't diminished. Father, you so love this world and the people that are walking upon it. And so, Father, thank you for that. Thank you that you are so much in love with us. You sent us Jesus. Thank you that you are so much in love with us. You sent his blood and gave us his blood. Thank you that you are so much in love with us. You gave us his word and your Holy Spirit. Lord, you've given us your promises. You've given us your covenant. Lord, everything that you have done, Father, is an expression of how much you love us. 
And Father, thank you for that. And that's an us, not just for the body, but that is an us for the world. Lord, you've made it available, Lord, for us to know, for us to be in union with, for us to experience, for us to be connected to the love that you have for us. You've translated, your word even says you've taken us out of darkness and you've translated us into the kingdom of the son of your love. Lord, you are constantly surrounding us with love. And Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you that it is restorative, it is uplifting, it is strengthening, it is life-giving, it is is freeing, Father, your love for us. And so, Lord, I just take this moment to declare and to speak your love over this region. You are loved by the Father, you are planned by the Father, you are designed by the Father, you are purposed by the Father, you are Um, adored by the Father. He has put in you such great things and great works and a great um, opportunity of, of, of who he is and what he has done. It is there available. I just declared that you are loved this morning. You are loved this morning. And I pray that the love of God is casting out fear, that there is such a peace in your homes, a peace in your, in your, in your relationships, a peace in your schools and the economy and your health, that there is a peace that is surrounding and that is saturating this region because the love of God is here. The word of God is here. The presence of God is here. The the truth of God is here in this region. Father, I thank you. I praise you and I honor for, for you for what you are doing here. And I thank you for unity, Father. And we take it straight out of your word this morning. Lord, how we look and we see, you say, behold, we look and we see with our eyes of the spirit, Father, how good and how pleasant it is for us to dwell, to live, to walk, to do life, to speak, to communicate, to have conversations, to have actions, to do life and live together in unity. Father, we see in our spirit, Lord, you pulling and putting us together where you have designed us, that you are pulling your body of Christ together, Lord, in our places, in our, in our positions, Father, that you have decided and you have determined where we would be the most um, useful or and have the highest function. Father, I thank you that you are moving us into unity and how wonderful and how pleasant it is. Lord, it is like that place of unity is like the precious oil upon the head. And Father, I thank you that we are voices of unity. We are voices of oneness. We are voices of, 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 um, of, of community. We are voices of togetherness, Father. Father, here in this region, Lord, and it runs down the beard. It is going to every part and every place, Father. It is refreshing. It is restoring, Father, and I thank you that in that place of unity, Lord, you have commanded the blessing. And Father, in that blessing, there is freedom. In that blessing, there is joy. In the blessing, there is there is deliverance. In the blessing, there is healing. In the blessing, there is provision. In the blessing, there is hope. In the blessing, there is life. You say life everlasting. And Father, I thank you that that is truth, that it is out of our spirit, Father, and it is manifesting into our natural world, Father, unity here in the body, here in harvest, Lord, unity here in the body, in this region, Father, that there is oneness, there is community, there is is a togetherness that we are doing life with in this region as one. And Father, I thank you that that truth, that the prayer of Jesus will be done here in this earth, that we are one as you and the Father are one. 
And we thank you, Father, for that. We praise you, Father, for that. In the mighty, precious name of Jesus, we declare it this morning. Amen.